Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We're going to now turn our attention to a little college football. And to get us started here, man, what I'm trying to figure out is that I'm surrounded by Longhorn fans and Aggie fans. Uh Most of my friends are one or the other. God, that's like living in the Middle East. My brothers, my brothers are both went to Texas, undergrad and grad school. I couldn't get in. I was the black sheep. But they're big, big time Longhorn fans. Feel like I know a lot of people are Longhorn fans, and for whatever reason, man, over the last five years or so, I've my amount of AM friends has like quadrupled. I got a ton of AM friends. So my I'm I'm not a big college football guy, but what I can tell is that Longhorn fans have a tremendous amount of swagger right now. So let me just ask you guys, is that justifiable? Is it possible that the Longhorns are going to be really good this year? Well, oh, they, don't yeah. have, they don't have to play in the SEC. That's like it's, part of it. It's always going to be hard on the Aggies because they're in the toughest football conference. Most years. There's been a couple of years where the Big 12's kind of. Their schedule's ridiculous. Yeah, dude. The Aggies' schedule is ridiculous. It's so hard. So, yes, the... It's not even uh, apples it's to apples ridiculous. anymore. If you if you have an SEC schedule versus any other conference, for the most part, it's harder. Herbie picked uh, the Longhorns to win the Big 12. If you looked at pretty much every odds, you go to do the Vegas thing or whatever, uh, everyone's got Oklahoma by kind of running away with the Big 12, although it's it'll be closer than it is. But How do you feel about their quarterback situation? Well, that's the thing. Jalen Hurts as a quarterback is a big question mark, and that's why I think the Big 12 is closer than people think. Yeah. Um, and I think Iowa State's going to be good. No one's talking about them. Right. Um, their head coach, Matt Campbell, almost got a head coaching job, too. So, like, there's some there's some other things going on. Baylor could make a little step up this year. I can see really? Baylor being 6-2, and 7-1, and one, you know, kind of after eight games. But Texas has a, a definite shot to win the Big 12. Yeah. Now you start looking at the games for this weekend. We'll start with the one tonight. The, uh, oh, there's two games tonight. Let's start with Texas A&M. They're uh, going to play Texas State on the SEC Network. That should, look, be, should be pretty good. Look at their schedule. They go unranked team in week one. Next week, who do they got? Clemson. Oh, are they ranked number one right now? Yes. Yeah. Clemson. Overrated. Then they go unranked team in week three. And then in week four, they get over. <laughs> good luck. Unranked team in week five. Week six, you get Alabama. God, it's so best. It's case, gonna be hard to be three and three. It's gonna be hard to be three and three. Oh they, yeah, they can't make any mistakes. And they end the year with these two games at Georgia and at LSU. Yeah, Texas so, A&M. If they win, if they win, I gotta say that they go seven and five. You go okay. Do you happen to have uh, Texas's non-conference schedule? I'll see if I can pull that. Well, up. I mean, because obviously Oklahoma, there's tough games in the Big Twelve. Obviously, oh. As we talk about Oklahoma, Jeff Cavanaugh walks in wearing an OU shirt. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, give yeah. it up for Jeff Cavanaugh. I love that Pluckers just opened at 11 o'clock. Wonderful stuff, ago. Jeff. Can we get this guy a headset? Uh, let's get some under time. Under time. Under time. Under, time. under boob. Hold on. Under boob. That's, yeah, oh, that's a good chance. It's chant. in now, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. in. It's never been it's out. It's always been, been in. Under time. Under time. Under time. 
Underwear. So, man, I feel like I've never had less sleep in my life. My whole world is rushed. You look so well-rested. I woke up uh, 30 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> what a jerk. You know what? I can remember, like, we, we would be playing Fortnite, and you'd be like, man, I got to go. I got to get up early. I'm like, dude, your show doesn't start that early. And now uh -huh. I'm like, now I'm like, oh, my God, I'm in bed at, like, 930. <laughs> yeah, I'm now doing the Verlander thing. Where he's like, yeah, you need like 10, 11 hours of sleep. And I was like, <laughs> I was like nobody can sleep that long. Yes, you can. Afternoon drive, oh, guys can. Yeah, you can. Dude, it's great. Dude, yeah. Thanks for coming up to Pluckers, man. You're we welcome. It. I love the Cajun. There you the go. Cajun oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. I always eat those when I watch LSU football. Well, you, yeah, so you walked in right on cue, like Skin said, in an OU shirt. How do you think OU's going to do this year? I'm going to pick UT. Ooh. Yeah. I'm going to pick you, dog. I'm going to pick UT. Love you, dog. Because uh, here's the thing about OU. Their margin for error, it feels like the last two years, if they didn't have the Heisman winner, they lose three or four games. So Jalen Hurts, is he like last year in his limited action, he threw the ball well. But it's the first time we've seen him throw the ball well. He's it, kind of an Ellinger-like, isn't he? Yeah. Like style of yeah. quarterback in a lot like of a ways. running back or fullback playing quarterback? Yeah. yeah. I wonder about Ellinger. Like, if he has a good year, KT, and he shows progress – I think he might be an NFL prospect. I really? Think, I think Ellinger Can he might throw? be like not first round, but right. I think somebody might be like mid rounds. He's a tank. He's he can run, and if he throws it well enough, I could see him being a drafted guy. But Hertz okay. Hertz could look really good because of same thing. this coach. Same thing. The right. scheme could really work out well for him. But boy, it's totally different than the way Alabama plays. Yeah. It is night and day. Whatever OU scored a year ago, I feel like if they scored. 10 less a game, they lose two or three games. Right. And so for Jalen Hurts, basically the bar, because that defense is atrocious. Yeah. So for Jalen Hurts, the bar is Baker and Kyler. You play like that, you win the Big 12. If you can't quite play like that, then I think Texas wins the Big 12. Man, shots fired at West Virginia. Did you end up pulling up Texas's non-conference up? Yeah, the, the only one that jumps out is next week, LSU. Okay. So, you know, Oklahoma's non-conference, they're and then UCLA. Right. A, a bad Chip Kelly team. Right, right, uh, And right. also tonight at 7, Georgia Tech is not doing the triple option anymore for the first time they in 12 stopped. years. Yeah, no more triple option for Georgia Tech. And they go to Clemson to take on Trevor Lawrence. So They'll get destroyed. If you want to watch Sunshine tonight. They should go back to the triple option for that game. <laughs> guys, listen, we wrote, we got to get four yards of carry. We yeah. can't give it back to them. I want you guys to watch this Army footage. Yes. Now, Saturday at 11 a.m., we have Ohio State with their coaching debut of Ryan Day, which I had to look it up. Who's their coach now? Because I had no idea. What's his pedigree? Do you know? I have no clue. Do you know anything about him, Kevin? Uh, uh, Urban Meyer liked him, and he wasn't a guy that, like, beat up women or anything. Okay. So he was yeah. the one who got up. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of where we're at with college yes. football. I saw Which Urban. one of you guys have not hit a woman recently? All right, you're hired. I saw Urban last night. He was on, I was watching a college football preview on FS1, and Urban Meyer's there breaking it down. And I'm like, wait, I thought your headaches were so insane that your heart was shutting down. Right. But he'll yeah. be back next year when the right job pops up. He'll be up. back right. sometime, yeah. And then uh, that's Elaine Kiffin. That's his team, okay, the Ford Atlantic. And that gives us an opportunity to play the greatest hype video of all time. Here's Lane Kiffin trying to get recruits to Florida Atlantic. What an exciting time. Oh, there it is. 
What an exciting time it is. That's we waited We waited longer <laughs> than the clip. Sorry, Shippy. I texted you. I didn't tell you. Uh, I don't really feel like classic. he was buying into how exciting of the time it was. <laughs> what an exciting time. <laughs> Who are they playing? They play somebody real, right? Florida Atlantic? They're Ohio playing. State. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I love that he was asked. They were like, Lane, what's in it for you guys playing Ohio State? And he goes, money. <laughs> <laughs> they cut us a check okay. to kick our ass. This is the game. I like the realness of it. Uh, 2.30 Saturday, Duke at number two, Alabama, which is very interesting because uh, Tua and Trevor Lawrence are both 3-1 to one to win the Heisman. Okay. Right. Now, I did see a great tweet yesterday. Was There's, there a full recovery, by the way, from Tua? Like, is he 100% healthy? He should be. Is Tua 100% healthy? Is like saying this Carson Wentz 100% healthy. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Dude, I saw the great tweet yesterday. I was talking about Clowney and Clowney's injuries, and it was like, it's amazing all you guys are worried or, or not worried about. Uh, I think it was a Philadelphia guy. You're not worried about Jadavion Clowney's injuries, but I always see you guys getting ready to go get Tua if something goes wrong. Like, he's a hurt guy. He absolutely is, and you need to keep that in mind. Kevin. I'm just telling you, he's good. Kevin. Kevin. That's Kevin. the guy? Sir. Kevin. I want a hurt guy? Kevin. I'm okay with it, Kevin. I'll take Herbert. Uh Texas Tech, always the national champions. Yeah. They play at 3 p.m. Now, they got a new coach. They play Montana State. They have a nude coach? They got a nude head coach. His name is Matt Wells. That's bold. But remember last time when Mike Leach was uh, done wrong, uh-huh. quite frankly, and replaced? They brought in Tommy Tuberville, and they're like, oh, no air raid. We're going to go I-form, and we're going to do it old school. Matt Wells, this is a whole different situation. Utah State was second in the nation in scoring last year and 11th in yards. Triple Texas option. Tech's. Well, they're going to throw it out. Oh. Okay, hold on. Utah Texas State has the great Always quarterback the prospect that no one champion. knows anything about, right? Yes. Jordan Love? Yes. Okay, yeah. Did, yeah, I heard you, Kavanaugh, say that they lost nine offensive starters at Utah State. Yeah, so good luck to Jordan Love. <laughs> yeah, and a, bunch, and a bunch of them went to Tech. Did they really? Yeah. Oh, wow. They got dudes at Tech. Um, Who is Tech rolling out at quarterback this year? Alan Bowman. Baker. Oh. Alan Bowman. Alan Bowman was good, but he got hit last year because their offensive line sucks. And he ended up busting his ribs up. Kind and of they a hurt had guy. to let uh, alleged rapist Jet Duffy ended up being their quarterback. Oh, man. Uh, SMU at Arkansas State right. at 6 p.m. The only note of the SMU game is that Shane Bouchel yes, gets back. his start at SMU. That's awesome. I'm excited I about mean, it's that. probably not good for him. Why? Oh, dude. Just because, why? Because he was the guy at Texas. Not anymore, he wasn't. It's better to go to SMU and play than to watch somebody else play your position. Yeah, but I don't think this is how he drew it out. No, it's not. <laughs> no, no one ever draws are it you, out why that you, way. He's playing quarterback at a Division One school in Dallas. Thank why are you, you hating on that man? Yeah. He's going to get his shine. No, on. no, I, that's fine. I, and I don't, I don't know who's coaching. I don't know who's coaching SMU, but it's a school that's had June Jones and Chad Moore, so I'm assuming they're still throwing that ball it's around. It's Rager. Uh, I don't know him. It's one of the Dykes guys, right? Jalen oh. Rager is going to play at TCU <laughs> and coach no. SMU. It's a, uh, it's a. Uh, I know this. It's Sonny Dykes. Larry Brown. Oh, okay. I get Dykes and Rager all confused. They're going to throw the ball around then. Abilene Christian, North Texas, 630. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh. Very tense here. You know what they call that game? It's uh, the oh. showdown to end all showdowns. Go <laughs> me. They call it the preview of the national title game. <laughs> I don't think they do. Yeah, UNT, oh. ACU. I could see them both being playoff teams this year. I could see Clemson, Alabama, ACU, UNT. What's the line on this game here? I bet you're the favorite. I bet you're favored by six and a half. 
Let's see. If we can get a line here, maybe we can get a little bet going. Well, I don't want to bet on ACU. Okay. They haven't had a good player since I don't think it's me. truly a national championship preview game if you're unwilling <laughs> to bet on it. Yeah. Uh, 6.30 at AT&T Stadium, number 11 Oregon at number 16 Auburn. So you'll get to watch Justin Herbert play. The quarterback for Auburn is Bo Nix. He was the number one quarterback recruit. He's a freshman, the number one dual threat guy. Um, so that's interesting as well. It looks like UNT is favored by 20 and a half. Okay. Oh, yeah, I'll wow. bet that. Yeah, you give me 20 and a half, I'll, bet, I'll take those points. I'm in. Mason yeah. Fine ain't that good, KT. Oh, he's, he's going to be a Heisman finalist. All right, $2. I, I miss him on Channel 5. $2? <laughs> That's Mark uh, yeah, let's go $2. Okay, Mark finds at UNT, by the way. $2. Yes, was. he is. Yes, he is. He's t- teaching a class out yeah, there. With his Tuesday son. nights from 6 to 9 yeah. with his son, Mason. He really tells the kids how terrible this <laughs> industry is. <It's> great. <laughs> yeah, if I taught a class, it'd be called run. <laughs> Stay the hell away. <laughs> Don't do it. It'll sink your ship. Uh, Texas plays Saturday night. They're number 10 on the Longhorn Network, uh, taking on Louisiana Tech. TCU also plays Saturday night. Remember when they had Andy Dalton as quarterback? Nope. Well, they've gone <laughs> yep. with such a give up this year. They have Kansas State transfer Alex Delton. So, from Dalton to Delton, there's your quarterback for TCU. Jalen Rager, the wide receiver at TCU, is my way too early pick for the Cowboys' first round pick. Ooh. Oh, wow. Ooh. At number 32 overall after the Super Bowl. Yeah. Nice. I got him taking Jalen Rager. So, okay. watch TCU play. He's like 5'11, 190, and he's a freaking firecracker. This is classic Kavanaugh. He doesn't want to sign Amari Cooper. I <laughs> mean, just classic. <laughs> no, Kavanaugh. no, no. We're going three wide, baby. Yeah. <laughs> nice. yeah we're, we're throwing the ball. Randall Cobb isn't going to be here forever. He's got one year. Hey, and thank you for joining us okay. for this yeah. college football. Oh, you Last one. Hold on. Hold on. Wow. One, one more. Last right. one. Cow. Last one. I know we got to go. The Sunday bitterness. night. <laughs> Sunday night. Houston at number four, Oklahoma. Oh. Did you guys know Dana Holgerson is the co- is coach in Houston now? No. I completely I had no idea that was happening. If he brought Will Greer with him, they'd have a chance in this so game. Sunday night primetime, Oklahoma and Jalen Hurts. Well, oh. we're, we're sniffing September, so college football is on and popping. Boys, we got a text here from the 214. It says, Shippy, which pluckers are the boys at today? <laughs> Sirs, we are at Pluckers Dallas. in Dallas. Yes, we're in Dallas. We are at Lovers and Greenville. Come join us. Coming up next, hey guys, the Pro don't Football Focus versus Wyoming. No, shut up, Chippy. We're really late. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the twelve precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now, before we get into this segment, I want to frame it with a Jerry Jones comment from Sean and RJ yesterday. And I think that this is very, very pertinent stuff. Listen to what Jerry Jones said about the ramifications of making sure you manage the salary cap. 10% of the players in the NFL get two-thirds of the money, and uh, yet it's a game that you can't play it unless you have not only what's uh, opening the holes and protecting and catching the balls, uh, uh, but over on defense, uh, you've got to stop them and you've got to get the ball back so the offense can score. And so uh, uh, that's a dynamic that uh, is challenging, but uh, uh, our system uh, is working through it. But, again, I emphasize 10% of the players in the NFL get uh, two-thirds of the money. 
All right, so I want you to really think about what he's saying there as we get into this segment. Has anybody done the math on that? Is that accurate? Um, I haven't. I just trust that everything Jerry says is always accurate. Yep. And that's speculation, but it is. Um, but uh, even if it's not 100% accurate, it's probably pretty close. Sure. That's speculation, but the answer would be yes. And so you think about, you know, what the Cowboys are going through with their negotiations for their three super important offensive players. And this is why it's very exciting for this discovery from a pro football focus article about the rookies and how they are playing in the preseason. And here with more is Kevin. Yep. Pro football focus did the whole thing. Top 25 rookies through three weeks of the preseason. Last night, uh, tonight is, you know, obviously the last preseason game. You can hear that live here on the fan tonight. Uh, but through the first three weeks. And, and let's just say this, too. If this were an equitable thing, top 25, right? Yeah. Then each team would be lucky to have one. And then the teams that are drafting at the top of the rounds would probably be more likely to have one or two. Yeah. So if your team in a league with, was it, 32 NFL teams, and we're talking about 25 rookies, if your team has two on there, I would think you would be a very satisfied football fan. Is that a safe thing to say? That's a very safe thing to say, but I also want to throw out the disclaimer that this is pro football focus, and sometimes their grading things are wonky. Sure. But whatever. Again, whatever. we've talked about this because they don't know each player's assignment. Sure. Like we've talked to Travis Frederick about pro football focus grades, and his grades are really good. And he's like, well, in fairness, they may think that I blocked my guy, but they may not have known my assignment on the play. So, right. And it seems like a thing that would probably be a task for like a 1,000 people, and I doubt they have right. a 1,000 people employed. But I enjoy it because it is, you know, a it's metric. Something it's something to, to discuss. Have, have the three of us watched every rookie so far this preseason? No. no. So let's go and see what they've done. Well, this is where it gets funny. At number 15 on the list of the top 25 is... Dallas Cowboys linebacker, you know him, you love him, you've been following him for years. Nate Hall. <laughs> what? what? Kevin. All right, coming up next, we're going to break down some other stuff. Hall has shown great coverage play this season, guys. Is this his agent that Earning an this? 83 coverage grade and allowing just two catches on five targets. Is he going to make this the team? He's also working off a small sample size. Guys, actually, uh, it appears team? Nate Hall wrote this. <laughs> oh, he also has a dropped interception, so there's that. Now, I will say this. Before we get into the other Cowboys players, from 25 to 15, there are only two top ten picks. All right. You have Quinnen Williams of the Jets at 24, and then you have Josh Allen uh, edge rusher for the Jaguars came in at 18. Too many Josh Allens in the league. Now, and I'll say from 16 to 25, there's a lot of guys who definitely didn't really know much about them. So, all right. Number 14. You guys have been huge fans of his for a while now. Oh, no. You guys have been tracking him since the Cowboys undrafted him. <laughs> what? <laughs> Is this the hurt linebacker? At number 14, Cowboys defensive lineman and household name. Three technique, Ricky Walker. Oh, yeah. God, they're really focusing on the fourth quarter of these games, aren't they? I'll say this. Ricky Walker's from Virginia Tech, and Jeff and I watched him a little bit, and we liked him. Kind of like fifth, sixth round type guy, you know? Mm -hmm. And he went undrafted. He won the Doak Walker Award. And he is pushing to make the team. This is a list of guys who are getting cut tonight after the game. <laughs> yes, it actually is. Uh, at 13 for the Bills, edge rusher Daryl Johnston. Ah, the moose. Oh, I'm sorry, Daryl Johnson. No. Sorry. Yeah, that's different. At number 12, the Dallas Cowboys have a highly graded player. Oh, man. Edge rusher Joe Jackson. Yeah. Okay, yeah. all right. Now, the, 
The buzz for him has been tremendous uh, since the moment we arrived in Oxnard. His name was coming up nonstop. Uh, they are certainly excited about him. Would you say that uh, he is held in higher regard than Taco? Not yet, but, you know, you're viewing things like this from a cost and value standpoint and an upside standpoint. And I think you still you might go, oh, hey, Taco's upside is probably still a little bit better than Joe Jackson's, but I'm I, more willing to bet on Joe Jackson going forward because I, I already know what Taco is and I don't know what Joe Jackson is, and coaches love to coach. She's basically the new girl, or he's basically the new girl in school, and I just think Jerry likes talking about Joe Jackson more than talking about Taco because it's not as much fun talking about Taco after the last two years. <laughs> hey, do you guys Fair. want to give away a chance for somebody to come – Watch Cowboys practice and be caller number 10? I do. KT? I do. I vote yes, Ben. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. But I don't have the final say. There it is. Yeah, you do. Caller number 10 right now. Caller number 10 at 877-881-1053. We're going to send you and a friend to watch a private Cowboys practice on Thursday. You're going to get to eat an entire meal of food. Mm. Uh, Just (laughs) by listening to the Ben and Skin Show, we are hooking you up, and we're going to do it again in the noon hour. So if you're not caller number 10 now, Worry not. Keep listening. We're going to do it again at some point between noon and 1 p.m. as we continue to have an amazing show live from the best place in the world to eat lunch, Pluckers in Dallas. You guys hear that horn? Yep. Or do I have a tumor? Look look at everyone at Pluckers calling. I like that. Yeah. great. I want to say this this right now about Pluckers, where we are, Pluckers in Dallas. Right now is the sweet spot to come here. Because we've got a little a little buzz going. There's some people here. Kavanaugh's here. We've got some listeners here. But it's not overly crowded. Right, right now, you could walk right in, get a table, have a delicious meal of food, and hang out with us at Pluckers. We'll be here till 2. Back better, to you, Kevin. Better get in the next 15 minutes, Joe. Uh, I like this one. Number six, Brian Burns of Carolina. Good player. You get a guy named Tuzar Skipper, who I've never heard of. I think that's <laughs> funny. But number one on the list. Great rapper is a member of the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, yes. Now, man, I, I tell you guys, this this Tony Pollard guy has been getting a lot of carries. He's had a pretty good little preseason. Is he number one on the list? I think they went with – no, go ahead. Safety, Dongovan Wilson. Oh, Jacob. Number one? Number one grade so far in pro football focus. How about that? Says he's gotten the attention of everyone at pro football focus, all 12 of us. <laughs> Sir. Okay, so coming into Camp Collinsworth, the biggest concern for me was the safety position. Then Xavier Woods went out and did what you guys have been saying he's going to do, and he was awesome. And then on top of that, now you have Wilson. You have depth there too. Look so out. easy. So our, out. So our guy Bobby Belt was confirming what we were talking about. That is uh, Crichard's pet project. So a quick fun fact on uh, hey. Donovan Wilson. Donovan Wilson. Can I guess? Yeah, yeah. He's got 13 toes. No, no, no. Just oh, 10. No, no, no. Oh, oh, this is very fun interesting. Fact. This is not the fun fact. I do want to finish this, and then I'll tell you the fun okay. fact. Okay. They did ride on this pro football focus thing. Of his three targets in coverage, he's intercepted two of them. Nice. Oh, that's why they <laughs> so only So, Greg McGough, yeah. three targets? Oh. <laughs> no, but it's, yeah, all the, it's all the passes they wouldn't throw his way because he's always intercepting. Okay. This guy's got a 67% interception rate. <laughs> <laughs> so when Donovan Wilson uh, was a, a coming out of high school and looking for a place to go, he took a visit to Ruston, Louisiana. Where he killed a bear with his bare hands. He did not do that. Oh. He did not. Uh, that would have been a dangerous move to make. I got family there. So he goes on his visit, and guess who? Uh, he, he slept with Shippy's whole family. Well, guess who he oh. runs into and on, becomes Donovan. good friends with? Who? 
Not Shippy's whole family. Mike Leach. Xavier Woods. Oh! Is that right? That is wow. correct. That wow. is correct. Wow. So wow. when Donovan wow. Wilson went to visit Louisiana Tech, I guess Xavier Woods has been playing there for a couple years. So the timeline matches up. So maybe Xavier Woods is like, I doubt it. I doubt Xavier Woods got involved in the scouting department. It was like, hey, go check out my guy from A&M. But now they're but jealous of each other? Very interesting that those guys have a bit of a past. I like when stories like that come full oh, circle. Okay, so uh, there seems to be some position flex at the safety position with the guys they have. Some can be free, some can be strong. But if this all works out in the future of the guys on the roster moving forward, who's strong, who's free for, until the end of time? Do you want to say, I'm going to say the thing that I don't want to say. Say it. It might be a thing where you're just like, I'm not paying Xavier Woods. Wow. <laughs> I'm looking way, I'm going way ahead here, guys. Man, just fire everybody. I'm looking way ahead here. You drafted him. But he, well, I'll say this. He could give you the option to not pay Xavier Woods. I think you're going to pay Xavier Woods when you're allowed to, but you're not even allowed to yet. So I think that's something that's that's interesting. But uh, Jeff, you're, uh, Jeff, you're five feet away from me. Would you agree that Donovan Wilson profiles <laughs> more as a free safety than a strong safety? That is a big middle finger. Sounds he good, gave Jeff. Me the, I don't know. Hey, Ben, I, w- I want to eat <laughs> After my pucker sandwich. Finger. Will you yeah. handle the tea? Yeah, yeah I yes. got it. I got this. Is that uh, anything else, Kevin? No, nah, I'm done with it. You want to tease anything? You're, you're going to be somewhere tonight. Oh, Denton. Yes, yeah, 7 to 9 uh, p.m. at Eastside. That's the bar with Dos Equis. There's going to be a big green chair. And if you uh, come take a picture with me in this chair and hashtag it, Go Mean Green and XX yeah. Contest, a chance to win the best seats in the house at the UNT Abilene Christian game on Saturday. Did go you go Tater green. Tots there? I went with Tots over Waffle Dude, Fries. Dude, that's a good call. Tater Tots are delicious you, and way underrated. You can't go wrong, you know, and I no. saw him get the Waffle Fries, and I was like, I'm going to get the Tots. That's a power move. Those waffle Fries look good, too. Uh, come join us for lunch at Pluckers. So did you go with the Larry Bird sandwich, too? Oh, I sure did, Ben. Okay, you wanted the Larry Bird chicken yep. sandwich. Everybody's grubbing. The food is delicious. There's room for you. Come join us at Pluckers in Dallas today. We're stoked to be here. Our first remote since we've moved to the midday time period. We want to pack the place. So please come join us at Pluckers in Dallas off Lovers in Greenville. It is on and popping. DallasCowboys.com sets the bar for team content. I've never seen anything like it. And I think a lot of other teams in the NFL are emulating and copying what the Cowboys are doing because they've been so successful with it. But it'll be really hard for anyone to do that because the Cowboys have this other thing going for them, and that is that Jerry and Steven and Charlotte and, and Jerry Jr., they don't, mind, uh, they don't mind criticism. And they just want coverage, and they want the best possible coverage. That's why I always find it laughable when somebody's like, hey, man. Jerry's telling you to say they're going to be good. He'll fire you. I'm like, dude, Jerry does not care what we say as long as we're talking about the Cowboys. He likes that juice. And the Cowboy, DallasCowboys.com, they do an exceptional job. Uh, and one of the things they've rolled out is a reality show, and it's called The Process. And this has been really, really good. And it's, it's essentially a behind-the-scenes look at a lot of the stuff going on with the Cowboys. And uh, I just saw this one come out yesterday, and it is about – uh, there's Cheeto, Jordan Lewis, there's Amari, and some really cool audio I wanted to walk you guys through. And it starts with, uh, you may have heard this, this is Cheeto Wouzier talking about why they use the purge horn, which is what we use to tell you it's time to be the 10th caller to go to Cowboys practice, so that's not why we have it here. But here's uh, Cheeto talking about the purge horn. Um, now nah, we just, you know what I'm saying, we like, we like to call ourselves the purge squad, the whole defense, you know? When we, when we go to our meetings, they're playing the purge horn. 
So we call ourselves the Persians. Like yeah. the movie? Yeah. Okay. Nah, like real life. <laughs> Go time. Step Step there committing crimes. So, uh, so Cheeto's very involved in this one. The next scene is uh, there's a guy, and this is at training camp in Oxnard, and there's a guy, I don't know if he's in town or if they flew him in, or but there's a guy who's an awesome barber, and the players are going to get their hair cut. And this is Jordan Lewis. He's, he's getting his hair cut, and I think this is something that we should talk about, and that is haircut confidence. A good haircut, it, like, breeds confidence, honestly. And that's really what it is, especially, you know, our community. I mean, every time you get a haircut, you, you feel, you know, ten times better. That's that's what I feel about a haircut. I mean, that's how a lot of us feel about a haircut. So when we in camp, we just, we roughing it out. We look terrible. I mean, but, you know, every once in a while, we try to get out, try to get a haircut. But... Mm -hmm. All right. I I've agree. never seen this. Uh, I've never seen a better take on this than Anthony Adams, the former Bears lineman. He's hysterical on social media, but he'll go in and he'll sit down in a barber's chair and he'll show no confidence. And the minute that they line him up, he's like all of a sudden swaggerific and he's got all this <laughs> confidence back and he's feeling really good about himself. And and I, I think you know uh, uh, Jordan Lewis was talking about uh, in in his community and his culture. But I think that's universal, right? Like, don't yeah. you feel better after you get a haircut? So this is what I was thinking. And, and obviously, there's the whole idea of, uh, in the culture he's talking about, the barbershop being a place where people come together to swap ideas. But to your point, like, I, I've never really thought about it or talked about it out loud, but I can tell you when I walk out of getting my haircut, I always feel like a better human. I always feel like things are about to go my way a little bit more. I've had two instances recently. One was yesterday and one was the media party in California where I wore a hat. Uh -huh. Now, my hair is very curly, and if I don't get a haircut, it's going to get big and grow up like a tree. Which I like that, but I understand why you don't want to rock that. But the thing, no, it's not that I don't want to rock it. I actually don't mind it. But if you're going to some type of social event or yesterday uh, a charity luncheon or a media party, uh, you know, then you'd like to have a situation where you, your hair's in check. You can put a little hair gel in there. There ain't nothing you can do when it's just puffing up. So I think he's right. A good haircut does inspire confidence. I've had zero hair confidence lately because I've been going with the KT Afro because, quite frankly, I, money's tight right now, and getting a haircut's really not an option. With your curls, does uh, the humidity have a, a terrible effect on your hair? No, not really. Because my wife has natural curls. And the humidity is her enemy. Oh, yeah. And so I wondered if that uh, translated over to the male curl. No, my, my hair is just, like, very uh, dusty. What? Um, what? So, what? what it's, just, uh, it, it's just... Kavanaugh turned around when he heard that. He yeah. stopped eating and turned look around. Look at it, you know. It's, it doesn't like look Like dandruffy? No, 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 not dandruffy. I would have said flaky. That would have been the word I would have said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 dusty, like, you know how, like... Pig uh, pen? When, so, no, it looks old. What? Like, you know, like when something's old, it's like dusty. Like vintage? Yeah. <laughs> Your hair's got vintage what, uh, feel. It doesn't look fresh. Are you saying it's a throwback pro? No, I'm just saying it doesn't look good. Oh, like it's it not doesn't, clean? It like doesn't look like it's a strong strand of hair. Yeah, no, it has nothing to do with cleanliness. Those of you it at home, Kavanaugh old. just asked if, Ka if Kevin shampooed. All right, so uh, Jordan's getting his haircut. Talking about haircut confidence, and there's a line of players. So Cheeto's going to come in, and then Amari Cooper's going to come in. But if you've heard Jordan and Cheeto, their chemistry together is hilarious. They're incredibly competitive with one another. 
And while Jordan's getting his haircut, this is all on the process, a, a new show at DallasCowboys.com. Um, Cheeto calls Jordan and starts telling him, hey, you jumped in front of me in line. Oh, God. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> right. Not, Was there any Everett McIver no, jokes? not Michael Irvin, uh, Everett McIver. Uh, is, he's giving him grief. They're, they're way more chill at okay. this point. Good. Uh, and so, uh, so Jordan is talking about Cheeto, and as he's talking about Cheeto, Cheeto walks in. Me and Cheeto, yeah, we were roommates. Um, when we um, went to the Gaylord, that was our first um, room, like hotel room we shared. And then we, like every in the season, we would share hotel, hotel room. So we really got tight. So, yeah. Now he act like my little brother. So now he older than me, though. What's the damn deal? <laughs> oh, you took the things off? Yeah, I did. You seen Greeny? All right, so he's sitting there saying, even though Cheeto's older, he's the little brother in the scenario. And then Cheeto walks in and is like, what's the damn deal? <laughs> just takes over the room immediately. Why is he the little brother? Is he suggesting that Cheeto's less mature or something? I don't I, know. I like this angle. I want to see this fleshed out more. I don't know, but I know this. If you told Cheeto... Hey, Jordan says you're the little brother. He'd argue that he's not. Right. And then if you said he said you're the big brother, he'd probably argue that he's the little brother. Right, right, He'd right. argue it either way. I like it. And this is interesting. I, I wasn't aware that Cheeto is a big-time chess player. He loves playing chess, and Amari Cooper loves chess. So here's Cheeto talking about why he loves chess. That's all I'm playing. I used to play in college, but then, like, uh, me and Donovan from the room, but the other corner, we played – and I seen Amari playing. I'm like, oh shoot, well, you know, let's see if he's good. So I thought I was good back then, I ain't gonna lie. But then I found out that, you know what I'm saying, he pretty he, he, he was pretty good. And then shoot, it was like me, him, and Donald for a minute. Donald kinda fell off and now it's just been me whooping his <laughs> so <laughs> Hey man, you brought you brought a hat in here today? Hey, give hey, give me a cap. Boy, big cap. I ain't gonna lie, Mark's been winning the last couple games. But the series, I'm up like 40 games. <laughs> All right, so, That's a route. So the, now it's Amari waiting to get his haircut next. And when he when he walked in there, Cheeto said, oh, you're finally gonna start getting a good haircut? <laughs> so he starts dogging his haircut immediately. You could tell they've got a good rapport. And basically, Amari's like, dude, how does your head fit in here? You got the biggest head in the world. And so there's a question about them playing chess against one another. And then it's determined that someone is winning the series 61 games to 16 games. Wow. But we don't know who is the one who's won 61 and who is the one who's won 16. Okay. And so one of those guys has lost 61 times. I mean, that's a lot of times to go head-to-head and that's, still keep coming back. That's very lopsided. That's eventually why I just quit words with friends. My wife was just destroying me, and I was like, eh, I don't like this anymore. I'm going to go waste my time on something else. Dude, chess is an awesome game, though. Strategy game. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's hard going to get someone who plays all the time if you play infrequently. Uh, but chess is a hell of a lot of fun. Well, Amari starts uh, talking about his chess record. You see, I say good game, champ, first, you know. But then what that say under there? 61 and what, 16? Well, right, I mean, so who do you think? Wait, 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 hold up. Let me oh. back real quick. Who y'all think won a 61? Who y'all think won 16? I mean, be for real. 
Hey, all I'm going to say is we're playing the game right now. Catch you win this game. Then we'll see who won the 61. <laughs> then we'll see who won the 61. Make sure you stay around. Make sure you stay around. All right, I honestly don't know. After watching the process at DallasCowboys.com, I don't know which one of them is 61 and 16 and which one is 16 and 61. Okay, someone on that 877-881-1053 on the Autoflex leasing Fantex is claiming that Amari is the one winning this series 61 to 16. I think so, too. And because I also think Cheeto's the type of guy who, like, if he loses, he's just not going to admit it no matter what. We've talked to, with Jordan about this on 2K. Like, Jordan will beat him five times in a row, and Cheeto will still act like he won. Yeah. So, yeah, I think, it, I think it's Amari 61 to 16. Yeah, I I, th I bet so too, and I also think that uh, Amari Cooper, personality-wise, leads me to believe he'd be great at chess. Right. He's and and this is pretty cool too. We start getting some insight. Uh, Amari Cooper starts just talking about competition, and he's talking about why they're both so competitive and why they enjoy playing chess. And this is kind of a look in, into the mindset of a professional athlete, no matter what they're competing in. I mean, anything you play that you could win or lose is like. That competitive nature gonna come out. Who, who wants to lose? Especially, you know, NFL players. Like, if you make it to this level as a professional athlete, we all are competitive. So it's really just competing to see who's the most competitive. Like, people outside of this arena, there's a lot of people I know who aren't competitive at all. Like, they don't really care if they win or lose, or they don't care as much. But if you play an NFL player in anything, it's gonna be like. A lot of back and forth. Yeah. A lot of back and forth. Yeah. So there's a, a trash being talked, and he's, he's talking about how he knows people just in life who don't care if they win or lose. And that's such a foreign concept to him. He's like, I don't understand why you'd do anything if you didn't care if you won or lost. And, you know, we talk about professional athletes that have come to play basketball with us, and they know one gear. They don't know how to slow it down. Like, I talked about Tony Romo diving for a loose ball one time. We were playing basketball with him, and I'm like, he dove on his back, you know, landed on, you know, this divider in between courts. Or Jason Witten plowing over a guy at first base in a charity baseball game. <laughs> and they just, you know, you once you start saying, hey, go compete, a lot of these guys, it doesn't matter what it is. They just have one gear, and they're going to try to win. I have two thoughts there. One is that's probably the way that those guys are wired is why Jordan and Cheeto hit it off so quickly. I don't know. Do you know, KT, did they know each other going into, like, the draft process or anything like that? I'm not sure if they did. I mean, I'm sure they, you know, met at the Combine and all those, those places. But Sometimes yeah. that happens, but they seem to have an instant bomb when they got here. But that other thing that Ben's talking about with Romo, this is why we get into this whole discussion about guys playing in the preseason. Yeah. Do not forget that Tony Romo's career ended because he decided to scramble out of a pocket in a preseason game. And because the Cowboys allowed him to play in a game that Tyron Smith was not playing in. I know, I know, but my whole point is that he is as veteran as veteran gets. He's as smart as smart gets. But once the game got going, it didn't matter. He wasn't thinking about this is a preseason game. He was thinking the pocket broke down. I need to get out of here and make a play. Yeah. And that's exactly yeah. what you're talking about, and it's what those two guys are, are talking about right there. And then finally, I, I just love Cheeto. I love the, his personality, and I love how unrelenting he is with his competitive spirit. And do you guys think Cheeto can admit that Amari Cooper is a good receiver to his face? Because uh, <laughs> Amari Cooper asks him and puts him on the spot. He's like, am I a good receiver? Check oh, this wow. out. This is Amari Cooper and Cheeto. 
I'll, it's hard for me to say someone's good at something. <laughs> so like, if he good, he good. Like, <laughs> it's hard for me. Yeah. Yeah. Am I a good receiver? I knew he was gonna act that. <laughs> oh, mamas, I knew he was gonna act that. Oh, mamas, I knew he was gonna act that. I just wanna know, like, shoot, this is the truth, you know what I mean? Nah, you, you, said, you know you good, bro. Nah, I don't. <laughs> nah, you good, bro. Okay. You probably the most sudden receiver I face. Sudden? Yeah. Okay. The most what receiver? Sudden. That's sudden. when I, I texted Cheeto, I wanna know what he's talking about. You're probably the most sudden receiver. I faced. Is he's that giving a, him love. Is he runner. talking about his route? Yeah. Quick in and out of his breaks. You don't know what he's going to do. Have you nowhere. heard that term before? Yeah. Like, we're talking I've about like, uh, like our receivers kind of setting up their cornerbacks and a real sudden break inside. Yeah. But it was funny because they're having to have this dialogue. It's like a deep talk. Like, imagine they're not talking about if a person's good or not. They're talking about relationships or <laughs> anything else. And they're going, you know you're good, bro. And Amari goes, no, I don't. Like, Dude, trying yeah, to get him to yeah, say yeah. it. Like, <laughs> Amari, no, I don't. <laughs> Amari was playing him so well. And, dude, Cheeto was, like, making your kid eat broccoli. He didn't want to tell him that he was good. <laughs> That's awesome. But he went ahead and did it. He's yeah. like, we're brothers. We're boys. I'm going to go ahead and tell you. But he did not like telling him that. Man, I'm going to watch that. That's really great. It's called The Process over at DallasCowboys.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.